All right. Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah, we could do the intro after, um, in a little bit, just kind of start talking about whatever, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, it's crazy that, like, the shelves are still really empty, um, and it's just becoming more and more of a ghost town, like, every day. I think people are taking it more and more seriously. Starting to realize it's going to be a long time before everything goes back to normal. But, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I just feel like more tired lately. Because I've still been working a lot, but then when I'm home, there's not much I can do. So, I don't know. Just draining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're still trying to save that. Even though, like, the rest of the world, it wasn't going to come either, so... I don't know what you were thinking. Yeah. It, is, it does suck to be in, like... As much as I hate, like, sort of, like, neoliberal figures like Justin Trudeau, they're going to be getting $2,000 a month on their, you know, stimulus bill, like, coronavirus relief. $2,000 a month, which is what, which is part of what Bernie's, uh, proposed. Um, we're getting 1200 most of us, not all of us, for one time. And it, like, a, what, like a $6 trillion bill, was that? Or $2 trillion? Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought, I don't know, if, I haven't really, so I'm not sure what, because there's been so many proposals, but, like, there's been, what I thought it was, was there was, like, a $4 trillion for, like, corporations, and the $2 trillion was for, like, people, but I, I don't think that would be, um, 
Well, yeah, twelve. It'd be more than twelve hundred then. Yeah. So and not and it wouldn't be means tested and like college students don't like qualify for it. Um. I don't know. I don't even know. Who knows? And who knows when we'll get it? But yeah, Canada's doing two thousand a month. And then, like, all, like, Denmark, Finland, all those countries are doing, like, you know, 80% of the pay that they usually get for staying home. Um, I don't know, just about every other developed country is doing a better relief package. Even though I'm sure it's not enough, but, I mean, I could use, I would love $2,000 a month from the government during this. Well, if you have to pay taxes, you should. I don't know, though. Yeah, which is stupid because they also just let people that live here avoid taxes by having their companies offshore or whatever. You know, like all these cruise industries that are like, oh, we're not sure if we're going to qualify for the relief bill because they're, um, you know, they don't pay taxes because they're, they're offshore accounts or whatever, offshore corporations. So they avoid taxes and they're like, well, we're not going to, we're not sure if we're going to be included. And I think Republicans like did something or are trying to do something to make sure the cruise industry is saved. Like Trump said, we got to save the cruise industry. I don't know. Cause it's his, his people. I don't know. But they're, I mean, and they have like a lobbying arm. I'm sure that's significant enough and it's business. Yeah, but you, yeah, you gotta think too. Though a lot of these, who would be on a cruise other than like Republicans? I mean, basic lips, but yeah, just or just kind of like square types. Like I don't know, even like all these guys that have tons of money, like they have terrible taste, you know. So I'm sure you could see a lot of like Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, looking. Uh, on cruises, I don't know. It. it... Yeah, but they're still they want to be, or they, or they are, and I mean not excessively rich because they get they get their own boats to go on then. But like, I still think like. There's a person, a type of person that doesn't like grow into different tastes, and like they like oh they're either gonna go to Arizona or Florida for their vacation every year. They're gonna go like six times a year because they have the money to do that. Those same same people would go on cruises. I don't know, but yeah, Trump said like we can't let the cruise industry go <laughs> on. Like why not? I don't know. But, yeah, and then 
airport industry, airport airline industry was saying how they didn't want to be public at all if they got a bailout, right? Isn't that or Boeing? Oh yeah, Boeing said that, so they like are denying it or they're trying to make it so. I don't know. I'm sure. Right, and which is insane. If we're bailing you out, like that, there all there should be tons of strings attached, and it should be like public, you know, or mostly public. Yeah, nationalize it. Yeah, but, but make it, make it, you know, break it down a little bit, at least, and then nationalize it. But whatever, Just fucking. Most billionaires aren't doing shit still, which is a total indictment of capitalism. It's funny, too, because I don't know if you listen to Street Fight, but they're playing uh, videos of Mike Rowe going on Fox News. You know Mike Rowe? Yeah, he's, like, all all over for, like, the last, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. And everyone, a lot of people love him just because he says, like, oh, you don't have to go to college, you know, you could be a welder or a plumber. But he's like the most condescending piece of shit in the world. But he went on Fox News and basically was saying how this is like a, um, it shows how great capitalism is because all these companies are offering to do all this shit. And it's so funny because like a few days later, Trump tweeted at General Motors like yelling at them for not like making the ventilator or whatever they're going to make, making the ventilators because it wasn't, like, you know, profitable enough for them. And he just thought that they were going to do it, because he, like, was encouraging them to do it. And now he's, like, he finally invoked, like, the... He said invoke the, like, the production... I don't know. I forget exactly, but basically we're... They're going to force the company to do that. Which is what should have been done in the first place. I mean, it's in its... It's smart for the companies, because what else, like, what else are they going to do right now? I mean, there's going to be a loss for most major industries. But if the government asks you to do something and you can produce a bunch of shit, I mean, it just makes sense. But, or not, I don't, I don't know. It probably doesn't make sense, and that's why they're not doing it, like, profitability-wise, but... You're talking about like Tesla too, which obviously I doubt they're doing very much. Elon Musk always says he's going to do something and never does anything. He said he'd like he said he'd fix Flint like years ago. Never did that. And then he got called out on it and said like, "Oh, they all have filters now." <laughs> it's like that's not a fix. cave thing. It's so it's so frustrating with him too, because so many people like look up to him and like think that he's like some solution to like the future problems we're gonna have. Like I don't know if anyone's looked up to in that way more than Elon Musk. 
as far as like technocratic um, solutions to whatever to transportation or the same type of people that think that you know we're gonna go live on Mars. I don't know. But whatever. Alright, uh, yeah, welcome back to Anti-Capitalists. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened to our first episode. It's probably like 20 of you or so. We've now recorded somewhere between, I don't know, 10 to 15 times. But every time... Every time we record afterwards, there's anxiety and we're not sure if it's gonna sound good and there's so many cringy rants that I end up regretting or just doesn't come out right uh, <laughs> or I just feel paranoid I feel paranoid but by the deep state because I'm talking about you know violent shit <laughs> That's not the word. We need a Chris Wade or a Jason from Street Fight that... We need someone to edit for us, basically. Yeah, I mean, we could we could release two episodes a week easily if we had someone that did all the editing and whatnot, get some music in there, maybe some clips about what we're talking about, um, an intro song, some halfway halfway music. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can release at least one episode a week now. I'm trying to keep it open, not just about electoral politics. Hopefully get some experts on certain things. I, I want to get an expert on modern monetary theory on here. I think that would be cool to learn more about. Um, basically tell us how the economy is not real. And because it really isn't. Uh, it's has been shown in the last month or so with all these trillions of dollars just appearing out of thin air, uh, mostly benefit corporations. So yeah. Yeah, I'm working at a grocery store as an essential worker, and people have been kind of hostile to the cashiers, I've heard. So just make sure to call those people out, especially right now, because uh, there's no reason for that. And also, for look out for your Asian friends, because all these dumbasses that insist on calling it the China virus and insist on blaming China for everything, um, which is clearly like a geopolitical strategy of, like, the Trump administration. Like, I don't know if it was Pompeo or someone was saying, like, 
know, after this is all said and over, like, China's going to have a lot to answer for, and they're going to owe us, or they're going to have to pay. And you know how China's going to respond to that, because they have a better propaganda arm than you do, because uh, it's probably more confident, more correct. Not saying that, not defending China, like, its government. I'm just saying that, you know, they, they came back immediately and said that the U.S. military um, brought it over there, which is equally... Um, believable in my opinion. If not, I totally believe that actually probably is more correct. I mean, no one knows exactly where it came from, where it started. So, I mean, I've seen some videos of people online like spray paint, like spraying an Asian guy in the uh, subway in New York with like Lysol. It's like awful shit like that. So, uh, I mean, that's that's the type of shit gotta look out for, and beat the shit out of them if you can. Or, you know, like, landlords and whatnot that are evicting people and, like, bragging about it or doing stuff like that. Um. Yeah, just... Yeah, or, you know... Just, don't be the world's worst person at a time where, I don't know, people should be seeing how... You'd think this would be a good opportunity for people to come together. Because it's in, it's in most everyone's concern, like, uh, wow, I can't think, uh, best interest to kind of tackle us together. Just look at all the homeless people getting it in New York. I think they're actually starting to temporarily house some of them because of this. So it's like we could always do that, yeah, so... It's almost like we could have always done that. And it would be, and you could look at it as a way of being in the public health's best interest even when there's not a virus going on because... There's obviously more sicknesses going on. People that are living outside at all times. So, maybe... The, look into that. Seems like a good time for that. Seems like a good time to dismantle capitalism in every way and take care of all those people. Well, of course, of course not. I mean, look at what they're doing with Cuomo, who I think, what, cut like 40 million from Medicaid or something, or 400 million, I don't know how much exactly, but he cut Medicaid by a lot, and was also like a major reason, I don't know if you listen to that Democracy Now, like a week or two ago, that basically he was a major reason why they have like 20,000 less hospital beds in New York City now. Um, but yeah, he's not, yeah, exactly, so... He's just being competent. He's testing a lot of people. You know, he's doing a lot of the bare minimum shit that you do if you're, like, a governor or, like, an executive. He's just being more competent than Trump, but that's about it. He's being more competent than Biden, too, and that's apparently enough for him to, uh, you know, take over the odds. I think he's got, like, a higher odd, higher odds than Bernie now as being the president. <laughs> like... 
Um, yeah, so definitely looking out for that. I heard about that. Yeah, so it's totally sketch. Yeah, look at his fucking brother, Fredo Cuomo, uh, who got all pissed off. You remember that a few months ago when Chris Cuomo got all pissed off and he was caught on camera? He was like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, he was talking, like, all totally, uh, like he's on The Sopranos. And someone called him Fredo, which I guess is like the dumb bro brother in Sopranos. Or Godfather, Godfather, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I don't even, yeah. But he's like, that's like our fucking N-word. It was so bad. <laughs> I, yeah, it was really bad. It was like, that's our fucking N-word. Yeah. So now every time he does anything, everyone just is like, okay, Fredo. Fredo, Fredo. Like, yeah, it's like, you're done. That's so dumb for, uh media personality to do that like and that's just bad and he's like he came out and apologized should be but he's like i should be better than them they were obviously looking for a reaction out of me and like yeah that's and somehow you had the came out looking way worse comparing fredo to the n-word <laughs> so yeah and everyone's like gushing over their relate, like, brotherly love, like, when he goes on CNN, he's like, I'm gonna tell mom you said that, or whatever, um, but yeah, Andrew Cuomo's no good, it's not good, folks, so I don't know if you wanted to talk about some of those celebrities that, um, kind of what some celebrities are up to, I know Britney Spears is possibly a closet socialist, and everyone is excited about that. Called for redistributing the wealth with a bunch of rose emojis, even though she apparently has used those rose emojis a lot. But, um, you know, I heard she's been paying, you know, a lot of people's bills and whatever, reaching out to people like that, like her fans. But I also heard recently from my friend at work, I don't know if any of this is true, that her parents still have, like, a lot of control over her money because of her, like, mental breakdowns, which is kind of fucked up, like, because she's, what, like, 40 now? It, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't follow... No, yeah. I, I mean, I, another thing I saw was Kim Kardashian, I guess, like, right before the crisis started or maybe just a few weeks ago, was promoting her friend's, like, crisis kit, which ranged from, like, 60 to $250, and it was, like, a face mask, an emergency blanket, ponchos, and, like, emergency food, but, like, all styled up, you know, like a Kardashian, like, how you'd expect a Kardashian kit to be, which is just kind of hilarious. And I... 60 to 250 I don't know what the 250 came in, but maybe it's just nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Signed by Kanye or something. And then, but I do think, you know, I do think people are starting to see through, like, the bullshit of, like, 
oh, Kylie Jenner donated $1 million. You know, that's like the equivalent of like an average person donating like 20 bucks or something. Like people. Yeah, because she's a billionaire. But. Like Gates and Zuckerberg. Aiden Zuckerberg did some like combined thing, right? Like twenty five mi twenty five million between those two families. Two of the two of the richest couples in the you know in the world right now. If not the two richest, um, I don't know. I just always assumed Warren Buffett wasn't married. He probably is though. I just think of all of those ghouls, like, as alone. The only reason I know, you know, Gates is married, he's got the Gates Foundation, and Zuckerberg, I've just seen... I've never seen Warren Buffett with his wife. But I'm also not a bootlicker, so I don't care. Yeah, but the weird thing about Buffett and Gates is, like, that's, liberals will be like, oh, well, what about, you know, when you say billionaires shouldn't exist, I feel like Buffett and Gates will come up because they donate, you know, somewhat large sums of money, or at least they give off the impression that they give off, you know, give away large sums of money. Like, when Gates, I don't know, maybe like 20 years ago, at the end of the 90s, said he was going to give away, like, 99% of his wealth. He announced that like 20 years ago, and since then he's like doubled his net worth. So I don't know how that's working out, but yeah. But like, oh, you don't think Oprah should exist? Like, well, no, no, like, it shouldn't have gotten there in the first place. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and that's pretty generous, too. I mean, I'm sure it could go a lot lower with that. I mean, because who needs more than... Yeah. I mean, we could start there and work our way down. I don't see why anyone needs, like, $100 million. Get along. Yeah, and all of these people, like, make their money off of public infrastructure, public domain. They don't do any of it on their own. I mean, everyone knows Zuckerberg fucked over a bunch of people. Bill Gates fucked over a bunch of people to get there. Um, it's not like some sort of 
meritocracy as far as the richest people in the world go. It's not even, not at all. So, what did you say? What did you say about um, Rihanna? What did you send me about her? Because she actually. Well, she's probably got a few hundred million, maybe, or maybe like one one hundred million, tens of millions for sure. She's rich, but yeah, she probably donates more than most billionaires. Isn't she doing with something with Barbados? Like, isn't that her? Where she's from? Yeah, whatever. Um, basically. They're never going to save us, and I guess the point of, like, even talking about them in the first place is that, or, like, kind of what Mike Rowe was saying, it's actually the opposite. It's like, it should be looked at as an indictment of capitalism, because you're basically hoping, praying, begging for the richest or most well-off corporations and people to give us crumbs at this time, but they don't have to, and they don't have to, and... Even, like, people like Zuckerberg and Gates giving $25 million, they get glorified in the media for doing that. Luckily, I think more people are catching on, but at the same time, they're still being glorified, and it's a real problem because it should be an indictment of, you know, all these people are avoiding tons of taxes, like, what was Bezos' tax rate, like, 1.2 in 2019, and then they give this money, and it's not even a fraction of like what they would have been taxed or what they should have been taxed and they are yeah they write it off so it's it's total failure of capitalism and the idea that Mike Rowe would go on Fox News and talk about how it's a great you know a great time to show capitalism's worth is just a joke but most people eat it up unfortunately yeah, temporarily, temporarily embarrassed millionaires, uh, which is a very common thought process that's really, really, really ingrained in the American mind. It needs to be destroyed and like re-educated into a way that uh, not <laughs> in a way that people understand that that's never going to happen for ninety nine point nine percent of us. And that it's better to have a philosophy of community and taking care of each other and we're all in this together. Which I think most people try to 
say that they agree with that in like times of crisis. Like I keep hearing everyone saying, "Oh, we're all in this together." Communist. Uh, like, <laughs> why is it? Why is that the case now? Where is that the? Well, like Bernie getting uh, roasted for talking about the debate when he was talking about how you know there's always been a crisis for you know people in this country and listing all the people that died because they don't have health insurance or and then Biden made it seem like oh we're in a crisis right now like you can't talk about that and it's like it's a totally legit yeah how yeah how dare you politicize everything which is political and our every response and every way you go about doing is actually political and you should know that I mean, he's a joke. He fucking even said this week that he didn't want to go after Trump, make it like a political thing. And it's like, what the fuck? How are you supposed to counter Trump if you're not even willing to... He's already like willing to bend the knee to Trump, which is just a really bad sign. Doesn't look like he's ready to bend the knee to us, but... Which is why, I mean... Oh, definitely, because the Obama administration would be, the legacy of the Obama administration, which he's obviously a major part of, would get a different look after, uh, like, a total revamping of the Democratic Party, because it would expose a lot of the awful shit that they did, and right now, I mean, who's more popular, the Democrat than Obama? Probably no one. Um, he's lived off the fact that, you know, he was cool and a good speaker and, you know, slightly better than the presidents before him in the last, you know, few decades. But, yeah, exactly. At least on some issues. He was, yeah, he came into the establishment. I mean, looking back, we should have realized that because he was backed by them, like, financially. Um... Like, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't doing, like, no super PACs. He was still not trustworthy, but we wanted to believe, because he was different. He was better than Clinton, and, you know, he's offering some real shit. Talking about getting out of the wars, and we thought we believed him. He even was talking about closing Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, um, and he did do some good shit. Like, he nationalized a lot of land and made it so... You know, you can't drill in some spots, but at the same time, then he expanded fracking. Like, he did all this, he did a lot of things that contradicted the good shit he did at while he was doing the good shit. So it was really hard to judge his presidency, but, I mean, just by looking at what he did for the working class, I mean, it's really, really bad what he did. He didn't really do anything for the working class, and honestly, his healthcare plan made it harder for us to get universal in the long run, so I don't know. It was a really bad Purple Care Act. It's a losing thing to keep talking about. I think that will continue to ruin his legacy a little bit more and more. Like, that's the one thing he's still, it's like, oh, we gotta, you know, we passed this ten years ago, and it's like, yeah, what a mistake that was.
Yeah, and it made the premiums, like, go way up, because it was basically a huge handout to the insurance industry. And it empowered them to a point where now they are just, have so much more political power because of the way they're able to influence other politicians. They have more money than ever um, to fight against things like Medicare for All. So... There has been defectors, people like Wendell Potter, who used to work for the insurance industry and would like, you know, give out propaganda. He's a good one to follow, Wendell Potter, um, and he kind of became like a an activist after being uh, in that world of manipulating people and spreading propaganda against universal health care for the insurance industries. But you love to see that. I think he was uh, an advisor or something to Bernie, or someone connected to Bernie or a movement. Yeah, in the movement or our revolution, I don't know, in part of some organization. But I've heard him on somewhere before. Maybe the Katie Helper show, actually. Speaking of Katie Helper, yeah. Yeah, I didn't listen, but... If you want to give a rundown of that, I mean, I I saw what was said. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've seen it the internet the last few days, and um, yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I saw some quotes. R-E-A-D-E. Ninety-three? Yeah, something like that. A year ago, she tried to come out the Time's Up. Um... And Time's Up had, okay, so there's, there's this lady named Anita Dunn who worked not for a PR firm that was connected to Time's Up, that Time's Up used. I forget the name of the PR firm. But Anita Dunn is someone that voluntarily defended Harvey Weinstein when shit went down with him. And also, Anita Dunn was hired by a certain presidential campaign a few months ago as an advisor, yeah, by the Biden campaign. So there's, it's really interconnected. And yeah, they pretty much just quashed her story, right? You know, hers was her, hers is hers is more severe than 
um, some of the other ones I saw, like Lucy Flores, like inappropriate, like groping. But her with uh, Tara Reid, it's really graphic and. Oh, okay. It's digitally penetrated, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that, yeah, I thought that Barb was actually kind of reached with a lot of these, like, I thought that was an inroad that was made between the left and, like, the liberals during, like, the Me Too movement. Like, yeah, we both agree there, you know? Um, like, even when, like, a lot of them ran Al Franken out of town, you know? Um doing something much less than what Biden's been doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I mean, I'm not defending Al Franken either, but he, he didn't, what Biden did and what Al Franken did was much different in the way that, like, Al Franken thought he was being funny. Like, oh, put your boobs while you're sleeping. Uh, what Biden did was just disgusting and evil and, like, mean and, like, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, he's like, you're nothing to me, right? Like, That sounds so much like him. Right, but she was really in, like, the Democratic, um, life. Like, she was, she was, like, a Warren supporter, wasn't she, too? Um, she, she supported Hillary in 2008, or, yeah. Right. It'd be, another thing about Biden is, too, it's not like she's the only one, right? There's been, like, at least, like, seven or eight people, like, at least inappropriate, like, touching, and then, like, also, I'm sure, like, just pe making people uncomfortable. You see all those video, like, videos of him, like, kissing people's kids and shit, like, and it's just, like, touching them all over the place. Yeah, or just, like, I mean, I know a lot of people kiss their 
Yeah, like kissed their family on the. I think I still think it's fucking weird when he like basically like open mouth kissing his granddaughter. It looks like it's like yeah, that's so weird. Um, I know, like, I know for some reason people get annoyed when people like rip on families that do that, and I'm just like, I don't know, fuck it, I didn't grow up that way, I didn't piss my fucking mom on the lips, like, what, I would never, I would stick my, yeah, No, I was so uncomfortable, I always turned my head, going for the hug, and turned my head the other way, so that they, you know, basically couldn't kiss me, or if they did, it had to be, like, you know, on my neck or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, I, yeah, it does, but, I mainly was just hoping that they wouldn't do it, like, you know, obviously some would, like, insist on it, but, I just think it's such a weird, kind of gross practice in the first place, they're like, oh, Make sure you say goodbye to, you know, everyone. Go hug, go give them a hug. If, like, if your daughter or your son doesn't want to give them a hug, like, don't make them give them a hug, you know? It's un it's weird. See, that's great. That's way better. <laughs> the emoji. Yeah. I, I give lots of hugs to friends, yeah, but I mean, I'm also like... I'm not really much of a handshaker anymore, I'm more of like a bump it guy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who cares mostly? Yeah. Well, yeah, now it's like air bump or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things will change. A lot of things will change, and hopefully, 
Hopefully yeah, we can get a, a good change. Uh, I It does look dumb, but I do it because I work in the kitchen. And it's like, but sometimes that's all you can do because you're like doing something else. You got your gloves on. So I do do that in the kitchen. But that's the only time. Because, uh, yeah, me too. But all of the cooks in my are like insistent on like doing the shake or like the the shake and then bump it kind of handshake um so i just give them an elbow oh shit Damn. I'm not gonna, yeah. Hopefully, they can get base. Yeah, I have, I'm not gonna root for that, but. Yeah, it's not like. Yeah, but it's not like members of Congress that are getting it, which is just straight up funny. Especially people like Rand Paul, <laughs> who, like, doesn't believe in, you know, society as far as. I'm concerned. He's pretty much like Margaret Thatcher, and he's fucking named after Anne Rand. Ayn Rand. He, he's literally that's Ron Paul named Rand because of Ayn Rand. So. <laughs> it's like a hoax, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's he's a joke. It, he is funny, I mean, and it's funny to see the people that used to be like, oh, I was a Ron Paul guy, like, because there wasn't, because there, yeah, because there was, we did get a chunk of those people to come to, like, to go to the left, like, they're like, some of them are leftists now, you know, um, but most of them probably went to, like, Trump in that way. But there is definitely a chunk of, like... Because, I mean, if you look at, like, oh, I'm anti-war. Like, I guess he was the most anti-war person running in whenever he ran. But if you... He also doesn't... Yeah, he does... Other than, like, Mike Gravel, who was also running. But neither of them were serious candidates. And he wanted to legalize weed. So it's like, oh, yeah, uh, for sure, I'm against war and I like weed. He's the peace candidate. Um, right. Right, so, like, back then he looked better because he was, like, for, yeah, more for, I don't even know if he was, though, because he's more, like, the guy that lets the market decide, let's have the market decide everything. So he's also, like, incredibly disastrous for any climate-related issue, um, I don't know, he doesn't believe in society, he's awful. <laughs> Get... I don't... I know, yeah, he's basically like guys that took like Econ 101 and that's about as far as they went, but then they're like, oh, you don't understand economics, and basically government can't do anything right, so let's be ruled by a bunch of fucking feudal lords. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... 
then you can kind of see a little bit of that in Andrew Yang, um, who's it's clearly like a grifter. And he actually like, what the fuck? If this was, <laughs> didn't he basically admit to Biden breaking the law like two weeks ago? Said he promised him a position before he endorsed him. He broke that on like the Breakfast Club. And it just, like, obviously didn't become a story. That would be a huge story right now if, like, that happened with Bernie. Well, just, like, the story with Tara Reid would be a huge story. Like, I can't believe how... Yeah, or, yeah, like, you'd, you'd expect maybe even someone that's somewhat decent, like, Critteus to do it. But... No, I mean, I still don't trust him, but at least occasionally Hazel covered something important. Um, but he's, prob he's probably the only one. Like, the rest of them are just fucking pathetic. Like, just the same old gossip, or Maddow used to be, like, really more... Um... She used to actually care and, like, give a shit and, like, have credibility, I think, like, in the early 2000s when she was on Air America. But, you know, she's been making probably, what, $10 million plus for a long time now. Um, getting huge ratings covering Russia. Yeah, to, like, stay in... Oh my god, I remember that, 2004, I remember that, cause she, because before that, she tweeted out that she's like, yeah, we have his taxes, no, really, we have his taxes, and that's all she said, so you thought that maybe they had all of his taxes from like the year before, and that's what she fucking had. Yeah, it's very hacky. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I get that all the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly a badge of pride when they say that, because most of the times they're talking to leftists, and they're, like, basically trying to erase them. Um, I mean, I get called Trump Russian bot all the time on Twitter, but it's, it's just the biggest morons and lunatics that are doing that over and over again that can't engage in any actual substantive, like, discussion.
Like, you could bring up something that's totally... I remember I, I brought up Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein once to... I don't know, talking about, like, the Clintons. Because someone was talking about 2016 and... I don't know, Bernie being, like, a sexist or something and being connected to sexist. And then I brought up Heinz, Weinstein and Epstein. And they're like, oh, that's ridiculous, like, MAGA, Russian propaganda. You should be embarrassed. I'm just like, what? <laughs> this little video of Weinstein going on representing the Clintons and talking about how Bernie was a sexist in, like, 2015, 2016. Um, he's a huge cash bundler for the Clintons for the Clinton campaign and Jeffrey Epstein, what, Bill Clinton rode on his plane 26 times? I mean, shit. Especially the Epstein thing. They, they, that's, they think that's all, like, you just don't listen when you start talking about Epstein, I feel like. That's awesome, yeah. Wait, who, Brace is in Coke Bust? No, right? No, yeah, I listen to I like Coke Bust. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I should probably do more of that. Um, it's a good time. Yeah, I, I did that with Amy today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Elise was... Yeah, they're just kind of like staring... Yeah, they're just staring at it pretty much. And like waving over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're obviously a lot more, just naturally better at technology. They're on too much. 
Probably. Yeah, Amy told me about that. Yeah, and the parents, uh, have them around all the time. I, I think so. I think a lot. I'm not sure, though. I, I'm pretty sure they probably have a lot. I don't know how many, or, I'm sure there's still some open, but, right, but that, I don't know how, I'm sure there's a lot less in there, some of them, so maybe they kept them open, because they probably don't want, like, a full, because they wouldn't be able to keep them separated enough, you know, I don't know, this thing's, it seems like it's never gonna end, we're, get, we're getting up to, like, 20,000 cases a day now, or something like that. Um, we still don't have that high of a death rate compared to, like, Italy or Spain, who's dropping, like, fucking eight, nine hundred, you know, Italy, Spain's dropping, like, seven hundred a day for, like, you know, the last week or so. I think we had, like, over five hundred yesterday. But we're also in, like, the earlier stages compared to Italy and Spain, like, probably a week or two behind, so, um... You know, we have a ton of cases that are open. Who knows what's going to happen. Um, but it's kind of fucked up that we could just be taking care of each other better instead of, you know, everyone freaking out and needing to go back to work now. Like, ah, man, that $2,000 a month, like, I'm so jealous of Canada. Not to, like, praise Justin Trudeau or, or anything, but, like, that's, that's, like, a bare minimum that we could have done. Which would be ho so helpful for everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is clearly not going to last a month. It's clearly going to go on longer than that. It's clearly going to affect, especially people like servers that make all of their money and don't qualify for any unemployment um, or they do it, you know, not very much. So, I don't know, who knows what's going to happen. It's nice to see all the strikes and whatnot coming up, like Instacart is striking tomorrow, like a lot of gig workers are starting to fight back and strike. Um, and just, just more people trying to organize um, and strike, because 
it's clear that a lot of the jobs that get paid like shit are essential because they're open now. You know, like we're open grocery store, we're open. So that's mean we're essential. So we should be getting you know taken care of at all times. And people are starting to realize that. And people that still look down on those people can fucking joke because I mean. Any job that needs to be done deserves decency and, like, respect and, like, a comfortable living. I mean, any job does, but, I mean, which it which is any job. Like, if it needs to be done, you make sure you're taking care of them. Like, just because you can do that job doesn't mean that you can pay them nothing. You know, that's like Mike Rose um, idea of what's an essential job, anything that you can't do yourself, you know, that's, like, such a ridiculous half, like, backwards thinking, that's, like, white from the office, you know, not tipping the pizza guy, because he's, like, I could fucking do that myself, so why would I pay him, give him a tip for, because you didn't do it, because you didn't do it, <laughs> if you can do it yourself, then fucking do it, but you can't do it yourself all the time, I don't know, I think that way of thinking is getting more out there. Yeah, I guess so, but the younger people have already been there, and it's been going in that direction for millennials and Gen Z for a while now. I mean, Bernie got, what, like, you know, 80%, people under 30, uh, and even people under 40, like, prefer him. So, the future is, like, on our side. Uh, we just need to keep people engaged and organized. Just like in a bug's life. Yeah, well, and your jobs, every, yeah, and supporting other. It's the easiest, yeah. Or just to build a movement, you know, like, how amazing would it be to have a president that would, you know, see people go on a general strike and then have the president support them, like, openly, you know, and, like, be like, you listen to your workers, like, how, there just hasn't been someone like that, that would be just clearly on our side, yeah, he'd be on our side, that would be huge for the movement, that's, that's what a lot of, like, actual, you know, revolutionaries and communists from, like, the Hampton Institute 
for like people like Boots Riley and Party for Socialism and Liberation that are much more extreme than the average like you know democratic socialists today and they have never really voted in the elections most of their lives or not at all in the presidential elections but they see a lot of them saw the value of Bernie Sanders movement even if like they hated what he said about like Venezuela a few times or whatever you know they saw the value in the movement politics, which is what it's all about. I mean, the, the fact that Bernie says, not me, us, and says, you know, it's always going to come from the bottom up, and that we can't get anything together, can't get anything done unless we do it together, and there's millions of us coming together, and he doesn't have to have all of the answers, the actual solution, but we come to that together. And the movement, like, decides. And that's why the movement goes on without Bernie. But it'd be nice to have 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 our guy in there, for sure. Still a slight chance. He could get taken out by his own party. They could be like, we can't fucking push this guy forward. I saw a poll today, 26%. Only 26% are very, like, enthusiastic. And 53 for Trump. And comparison, Hillary Clinton um, in 2016, people were, like, 45 or something. They were, like, double. They were much more enthusiastic for her. Nobody, and looking, like, you would think that so many people hated Hillary in 2016. But people are even less enthusiastic about Biden. I think more people strongly disliked Hillary, but there's still a lot more people that also, like, would get enthusiastic for it at the same time. Whereas, yeah, exactly, but, like, Biden is just like, yeah, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> that Trump sucks, so, uh, I'm just hoping Biden can live. I don't think they actually believe that, but they just, um, you know, they just don't want Bernie. And then, there was that one article that said, like, oh, Joe Biden, just please stay alive. Like, that's all they care about. Stay alive, get to the convention, and then you could be like, ah, oh, actually, I don't I don't think I can do this. Like, I'm losing my mind. Um, and then they could just replace him because he decides he's not up to the task, which is, seems very conceivable because he's clearly not. And I don't think he wants to do this stuff clearly doesn't like to do events very much, like, online. Yeah, he said we had enough debates. I mean, I think he's had, he's trying to get out of any public, like, appearance in general. Like, it took him a week to get that, like, oh, we're setting up a studio for him. Like, why do you have to set a studio? Yeah, you can't just do, like, a YouTube video? It took you, like, a whole week to... Respond to all the shit that Bernie and Trump are doing every day, pretty much. Like, you don't have anybody that knows technology in your campaign. And then, when he did it, he just looked like shit and was forgetting his lot. Like, forgetting what he said, and he was, like, you know, signaling to his staffer to bring him, like, his papers. Because he forgot what he was gonna say, and he was just gonna stutter.
Yeah. Yeah, it's not like you're even saying that much. Just fucking give us the gist. Can't even do that. Yeah, I promise us. It is the same shit. He would. He would just go to the companies and be like, you know, please, CEOs, you should pay your employees more. They deserve it. Like, alright, cool, I'm sure they'll listen. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, or just think about it, you know. Um, but nothing fundamentally will change for you. Remember that. That's what he said. Nothing fundamentally will change to, like, a bunch of billionaires. And then he said he had no empathy for millennials. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to get enough with the vote. And it's, it does suck, because... Um, it does suck, because, you know... Ruth Bader Ginsburg's probably not going to make it again. And Trump will have, what, like a 72? <laughs> what do they have? I mean, it, it's somewhat, it's 5 to 4 slash 6 to 3, right? Because it goes back and forth, Roberts, right? Yeah, sometimes it's six to three, and sometimes he's fair. I know, but you just get rid of it. That's what I'm saying. We should just get rid of the Supreme Court in general. But it's at the at the at, they already have a huge majority. Um, yeah, there should be no Supreme Court in general. But at the very least, if a president got in there, they wanted to keep the Supreme Court, and they could they could stack it. There's a way that they could stack it. You know, and just add like five Supreme Court justices, right? I mean, it wouldn't be easy, but Republicans are always stacking the courts. You know, someone should do that, or just eliminate the courts. I don't know the. I know that that seems unlikely, but I know I know it's possible to stack them with more than nine. And, I mean, if you're the president, you... Um, I think even Pete, like, mentioned something about that. But you know that even Biden would probably pick someone like Roberts. Like, you wouldn't even pick someone... You'd pick someone that would be, like, half and half. So you'd end up more Republican. And Mick Garland was fucking shitty candidate in the first place. Yeah, like, he was a conservative, like, I don't even know if he would have been on our, he definitely, he was a conservative, then. Yeah, probably like a Roberts. Which is not good. Yeah, I mean, there's really no, I, I mean, there's no one worth, like, leaving up there. Like, they should, they should just all like, there should be no Supreme Court. It's so anti-democratic. I mean, it, it's... The whole country is. Like, oh, we're a public, not a democracy. Yeah. 
Well, capitalism in itself is incompatible with democracy. It's just the bottom line. That's what we should be pushing for more, like more democracy, democratization. That's basically what democratic socialism is, which or communism, socialism, Marxism, whatever. It's about democratization. And that's just income. Yeah, yeah, every aspect over anything that affects you. Whereas capitalism is just totally incompatible with that because it's a hierarchy. It's like Hopper in, in A Bug's Life, which we'll talk about more next episode. Um, and he's like, if they ever figure out you know, that there's a hundred of them to every one of us, we're screwed. But, like, this is our way of life, and we have to preserve it, because they know that they're in charge. He's, like, an evil... I think it's a great analogy for, like, an evil capitalist. That movie's great. I think I always knew there's a reason why I loved that movie. That was, like, my favorite Pixar movie growing up. I remember watching it. Uh, it sucks. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Um, a lot of revolutionary like undertones in that movie for sure. Great, great movie to show your kids. M movies, music, and podcasts too. reinforce some of our better ideas, you know? Yeah, much better. And I'm David Capel, and I'm calling from Aurora, Illinois. Yes. Yep. Alright. Did you want to redo that intro, actually? Because I kind of bumbled it. Um. Alright, yeah, because I kind of I kind of stopped for a second, and then you took over. I mean, I didn't have it totally written out. I just kind of um, thought I could come up with more as I was going, but didn't. All right, I'll yeah, I'll just go. All right, uh, welcome back to Anti-Capitalist. Uh, my name is David, my brother's Joey. Uh, thank you to everyone who listened to our first episode. We've been wanting to release a lot more episodes. We've recorded probably about 15 times. Um, but we're still kind of figuring it out, kind of figuring out how to organize our thoughts in a way that doesn't sound too cringy, trying to avoid as many 
kind of infantile rants as I can, getting emotional, angry, whatever. Um, but now we expect to be able to release at least one episode a week, and we got some fun stuff planned for shows. Uh, it's not going to be just about electoral politics. Um, so yeah, with the pandemic, make sure you're looking out for your service workers. I'm working at a grocery store, uh, working at Whole Foods, and people are being kind of you know hostile sometimes to the cashiers. Make sure you're standing up for those people, and make sure you're standing up for your agent friends too, because racism from this pandemic is becoming a lot more prevalent. Just wanted to make sure we're all aware of that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's better. <laughs> I mean, I don't need, I didn't need to do the, like, make sure you take care of everyone right there and then, because I'm pretty sure we've mentioned that another time, so, whatever. <laughs>